0: You're telling me that Kellen Lutz is supposed to be a 14-year-old at some point? No. Well, when he wears his hat
1: sideways, he looks 14, guys. (laughs) Come on. Hello, hello, hello. We are back for our final installment of... Back to school season, yeah, and I really think y'all are gonna like this episode.
0: Oh yeah, we just finished recording, and it was
1: a blast and a half. I I had so much fun. We have a special guest, okay? Yes, and yes, we do. they were just a pleasure to talk to. Mm-hmm. So knowledgeable, yeah. I think the flow of the episode is also really pleasurable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a delight to record. Um, I was like third mic
1: over here. Yeah.
0: Fitting right in. Absolutely. I think our guests could 100% have their own uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is one of our mutuals on TikTok. And I remember when we got followed back by this account, I yeah. was like, oh my God,
1: what? We were like, we should have them on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But yeah, we are doing 2008's Twilight today. It's going to be very exciting. Before we dive into this truly wonderful episode, we're going to talk about some of your wonderful reviews. Yes. We got so
1: many reviews the past two weeks. Yeah. And it's just so nice to see, like, it really, we read each one and Mm -hmm. it is so kind, like, the positivity you guys have for the podcast is not unnoticed it's so sweet
0: yeah it really means so much to us Mm -hmm. we truly cherish each one we love every dm that we get from you guys so thank you so much Because we have quite a few to get through, we're once again going to break them up. We're doing three of them today. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't heard your shout out yet, keep your ears peeled for the next couple episodes. We're going to get to you for sure. And if we haven't gotten to you yet, you're always welcome to DM us with some musical uh, preferences. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to tell us about yourself, we're happy to incorporate it.
1: Yes. With that being said, we'll get right down to it. First review was left by Jackie. And Jackie, you did tell us you like Fallout Boy. So we chose Thanks for the Memories. Okay. Yes. And we kind of thought it would be like, we stalked your Instagram a little bit. Okay. But we thought it would be a good song to be like, you are being your most authentic self, you know, leaving behind mm-hmm. anything that doesn't serve you. You're moving ahead full force. Mm-hmm. Looking to have positive experiences and you're like, thanks for the memories, but those memories are in the past for a reason.
0: Yeah. It's a true transformation story arc and uh, we love to see it. Next up, we have a review from Shady Brown 87 I like that username. Yeah. In your review, you said that listening to the pod makes you feel like you're a teenager again. And we were like... Oh, is this our chance to do like a flashback montage? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So we are doing a flashback montage to your teenage years. And what is playing in the background? 17 mm-hmm. by Jimmy Eat World. I definitely see this as like a, you're going to the mall with your friends. You're driving around town. You're You're at home with your family. Mm-hmm. You know, just living that teen life, maybe something Ugh. dramatic happens, maybe something fun happens, maybe there's like a romance in your teen past, who Ooh. knows. The world is your oyster.
1: And our last um review for this episode is for Alexa. You mentioned that you'd love if we did center stage and there was the mention of dance, okay? In your mm-hmm. review, So I'm kind of getting, I'm picking up that you might be a dancer here. Yes. And we chose The Way You Make Me Feel by Michael Jackson. I'm picturing you in your favorite outfit, getting ready for a night on the town. Maybe you're going to your favorite dance club and you're just like pounding the pavement. You're spinning around um, Mm. lamp. What are they called? Lamp poles, street lights, street light. Yeah. (laughs) street lamps <laughs> you're spinning around them. Um, you're like dancing down the sidewalk so yeah yeah
0: thank you so much for the wonderful reviews we appreciate it so much and there will be more coming your way next week and if you listener would like a Shout out and a selection of a movie montage song in our next episode. Mm-hmm. Leave us a little five-star written review. A little five-star written
1: review. Yeah. And we will shout you out. Yes. And if you're the one who gave us a one-star review and didn't leave <laughs> a review review, you just rated us, you're a coward. But you know what? That's how we know we've made it. Ooh, hate My haters are my
0: motivators. Exactly. And without further ado... Let's head into today's episode.
1: It is time to talk about a highly, highly requested movie. Yes. With a superstar guest. Oh, yeah.
0: We've been very excited about this guest for quite some time now. Yes. Um, You may have seen them on your For You page. uh, If you are. You know deep in a very particular part of tiktok mm-hmm. as you should be everybody please put your hands together and welcome twilight talk to the pod oh my
2: god hi thank you so much for having this is a dream come true oh we're <laughs> the feeling the is mutual is yeah <laughs>
1: yeah. <gasps> yeah
0: i can't believe we're gonna get to talk about twilight oh it's so it's so exciting um I guess before we begin, I'd love to hear like your kind of journey with Twilight. Yeah. Where it started, how you've ended up being just like a superstar on TikTok, a Twilight influencer, Ooh. if you will.
2: Ooh, I don't I don't know if we wanna go that I don't know if we wanna go that far. Um <laughs> So I came to Twilight in 2008, right before the movies were coming out. I was in graduate school um, and my mom got me the book uh, for that Christmas because everyone was reading it. And I was like, I don't really want to have anything to do with this. (laughs) And I read it and, you know, just like totally lost my mind, like completely lost my mind, um, read all of Mm -hmm. the books in like four days and then, um, saw the movies and just felt deep into a twilight spiral that lasted for about four years, you know? Um, yeah was aggressively team edward sure. um did not engage in did not engage with the literature or the film critically in any capacity of course <laughs> <It> would, <laughs> would not accept criticism i was like no like if this is the best particularly the book um like i was able mm-hmm. the, the movies We'll talk about the movie, but yeah. I, with the book, I was like, no, no, no. Like, this is perfect. Um, took took a long hiatus uh, at, you know, 2013. And then, the, you know, the pandemic hit and Midnight Sun mm. came out. And it was this perfect storm of my falling back into that Twilight spiral. Mm-hmm. With a little bit more of a critical lens and I also got on TikTok at the same time. Right. And so I was like, oh, there's a whole mm-hmm. side of TikTok that's just talking about Twilight. Like maybe I could participate in this. Uh, so yeah, so that's really how it, how it happened. I just kind of made a video about the, the weird shirt that Edward wears to the, to the meadow in the book one day. And I was like, did anyone else notice that he's wearing this like a sleeveless white button down in the book? Cause I'd never noticed it. And it was off to the races basically. So yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's been a, it's been a weird, it's been a weird fun journey, but it is super fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that the first video of yours that I saw, I was trying to remember if it was like, either you talking about Bella's engagement ring, or if it was about the way that the outfit that she wears to the Cullens. Is just the same
2: night as the as the meadow. Yeah. It was yeah,
0: it was like very early <laughs> was- on. And I was like, this is amazing. Immediate follow, huge fan. For <laughs> oh,
2: sure. I love it. Yeah, I kind of fell into I got I fell into a fashion niche at first. Um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. because I'd made those two videos about the shirt and then the khaki skirt and the blue top. Yeah. Um, and so for a long time I was like, what if they don't want to hear like my general opinions about twilight? Eventually I ran
0: out of. Uh, clothing items to talk about. And so yeah. we we've,
2: we've moved fast <laughs> it. But
0: oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um yeah, I guess I first engaged with Twilight uh when I was in the 7th grade. It would have been like around 2008 as well. It was a little bit before the movie came out and in my English class we had to read for like 10 minutes at the beginning of class every day. And one day I didn't have a book, but the desk that I was sitting at, somebody had left their copy of Eclipse. So I started reading Eclipse and I was like, hmm, this is like kind of interesting. So I took it home. I read all of Eclipse and then I was like, okay, I need to figure out how we got here. So I went, I read Twilight New Moon and then Breaking Dawn. What wow. a
2: journey. See, sometimes it comes, it comes to us. Like when maybe when we need it the
0: most. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I will say I was Team Jacob, like through and through.
1: It's okay. Where the hell have you been, (laughs) Loca? Loca, what are you thinking? Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. And like Taylor Swift or not Taylor Swift, Jesus, Taylor Lautner had been announced as casting and I was thirteen and he was like eighteen. So I was like, I have a chance. It totally makes sense. It's perfect.
2: And I honestly think that's why I yeah. gravitated towards Edward too, because I'm an el- I'm an elder, right? So I was twenty seven <laughs> and Rob was like twenty two, right? And so I'm like we oh, can I yeah.
1: just the shot there you go <laughs> you still do this perfect yeah i remember distinctly this book well i think it's interesting that you say like i have no criticisms like this book is perfect when you first read it <laughs> because genuinely it did reach so many people so many people became mm-hmm. obsessed with it and you kind of have to wonder what was the formula like what was the like magic that made people literally obsessed with this so Everyone I knew in middle school, like, was reading, especially, like, the the popular girls. Um, Yeah. And I was just so not into sci-fi. And the fact that the book was, like, incredibly thick that I was, like, I don't care about this at all. (laughs) But I did try to see the movie when it first came out in theaters. And I was, like going to the movie theater, like going to get picked up and leave. And my father was like, what are you watching? And I was afraid to lie. So I said, Twilight, and I was 12. And he was like, isn't that rated PG-13? I was like, I don't know. And then he called, because in this time, you could call the movie theater. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. So he called the movie theater and you could click the button for the movie, and it would tell you the rating. So he calls and like clicks the button and listens to the rating. It's like rated PG thirteen for like depictions <laughs> of whatever and sensuality, and like played it again and made so me just, listen like, to two it. Two kisses was in the movie, most virginal movie you could ever watch. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "You're not going." Oh my god, tragic. Really scarred me. Yeah. So this is. This is your first
0: viewing experience. It is. I don't even know like what that's like to engage with this movie, even like without knowing the books, but like with yeah. nothing at all.
2: I would imagine it's really hard to engage with it without knowing the books, too. I, I mean, we'll get into it, but I, I wouldn't have a clue as to what was going on.
1: <laughs> well, it was definitely interesting to see without like preconceived notions of like what I expected or anything from the book. But there were a lot of things where I was like, I was watching it with um one of my friends who also was like really obsessed with it when it first came out. And my boyfriend who doesn't really know much, but like he knew some stuff. So when I was like shocked, I was like, Jacob is Native American. He was like, <laughs> Wow, you really have never seen this movie. And I was like, I literally have never seen any of this fucking movie.
0: Yeah, we have we have three we kind of have like all ends of the spectrum yeah. in this
1: recording today.
0: We have brand new, we have an old school fan, and we have an expert. Yeah. So uh,
1: <laughs> a professor, if you will. Yeah. School is in session. A scholar. Yes, yeah. A scholar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think with that being said, we should just get into it because we have a lot to unpack. We'll a lot to get into. Yeah, let's dig in. All right. I'm like, crack my knuckles. <laughs> okay. Crack your knuckles. Opening of the film, we have the iconic first line. I'd never given much thought to how I would die, but dying in the place of someone I love seems like a good way to go. You can't tell me that you're not hooked from that opening line. Completely sucked in. It grabs you. Completely sucked in. Yeah, and we see this whole like montage of this this lone deer getting chased through the woods by a predator and it gets grabbed at the last second.
1: Yes. And then we see Bella Swan. She is in Phoenix. It's beautiful, sunny, desert like atmosphere she's leaving though and her loving mother Renee and her new husband Phil are going to they're going on the road essentially but specifically to like Florida and so she is moving in with her father and leaving Phoenix
0: I do have to say one thing that I really appreciate about your TikTok is really opening my eyes to how horrible Renee is. Sh-
2: Renee <laughs> is a trash can of a person and and they don't really show They like dialed her back yeah. in the movies, in the books. She is such a negligent, horrifying parent. Yeah. But yeah, you get to see Renee kind of, packing it up to, to go on the road with her, with her younger, younger
1: boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go, you know, he's a baseball player. I'm going to leave you. So figure that out for yourself. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, so Bella has moved to the small town of Forks, Washington, uh, to live with her dad, Charlie, who we love movie, Charlie have to, I am yes. obsessed with movie, Charlie mm-hmm. book, Charlie, not so much, but movie, Charlie. Yes. He's the chief of police, which is really just embarrassing to Bella. <laughs> and so we see them arrive at his house and Bella tells us, you know, in her narrative that we get throughout the movie that she used to spend two weeks every summer here, but she hasn't been back in years. And she's also brought her little tiny cactus with her. And So I think we believe. I think we see her first in Phoenix with the cactus, and she kind of has yeah. her eyes closed and that blue filter is on her. And then, um, yeah. you know, she's brought a little bit of Phoenix with her,
0: just bringing an invasive uh, species yeah, she's bringing yeah, to a new <laughs> ecosystem. Yeah, she's got a little cactus. <laughs> um, so
2: Charlie shows her her bedroom. Uh, says the sales lady helped her pick, helped him pick out the bedding. Um, and it's one of my favorite, pe- like little pieces of acting from Mr. Stewart. She's like, yeah, you know, purple, purple's cool. She's like, what is going on? And so he awkwardly leaves her to settle in. And we hear her say, you know, one of the best things about Charlie, he doesn't, he doesn't hover, meaning Charlie is going to leave her alone, be another negligent
1: parent basically. Yeah.
0: yeah. This girl is in desperate need of guidance. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. I agree.
0: Oh, my gosh. So the next thing we know, Jacob and Billy Black pull up to the house, you know, friends of Charlie. Billy's like, oh, I'm so glad you're finally here. Your dad has not stopped talking about how you've been coming. Charlie's like, oh, my God, don't embarrass me in front of my daughter. And Bella also reunites with Jacob, Billy's son, Mm -hmm. and he talks about how they used to make mud pies together when they were kids. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I remember. You know, Billy and Charlie are kind of fooling around. and Charlie tells Bella that this giant orange pickup truck in the driveway is like her homecoming present. Bella is very excited about it. I did not remember how stoked
1: she was on this truck. She loves that truck so much yeah, she's obsessed with it. She is a pretty good daughter. And not a brat, I will say. Like, a brat would be like, this is a dirty old car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is true. She, it is
2: true. She, I think Bella's, Bella's good to Charlie and Renee. Other mm, people yeah. disagree. But I do think that she's a pretty good daughter.
0: Yeah, for sure. So um, Jacob, you know, talks about how he, like, fixed up the engine for her. He goes to, like, get in the car with her. She accidentally, like, hits him with the door.
1: I find that so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Setting up how clumsy
1: <laughs> old Bella is. You know, they sit in the car. Um, and Jacob gets in with her and tells her she has to double pump the clutch. But other than that, it should be good to go. And Bella's like, oh, do you want to ride to school? And he's like, No. I go to school on The Rez. And that is when I realized that Jacob was a Native American man. And I was like, are you joking? The hair that they put on this boy. (laughs) Like, I know that he is a werewolf (laughs) later on. But the way that they make him look is like as if they had seen uh, like an incredibly racist movie. And we're like, I think we're going to replicate that for the role.
2: Yeah, it is one of the most horrific wigs that has ever been filmed. Yeah. It's so, so
0: incredibly bad. Well, I mean, th- this franchise in general has a rough time with wigs. <laughs> the too. hair is <laughs> all true. over the place. One of my favorite things
2: to talk about. Unfortunately, yeah. the wig work in Twilight isn't as bad, but it, as they progress, it's, I mean, they're absolutely mm-hmm. horrific wigs. Um, yeah. But Jacob's, Jacob's like, I think, really takes the cake. yeah. So, uh, so we get, so Bella goes to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get Bella starting in the middle of March, which is like, people ask me, they're like, why is she starting in the book? She starts in January and the movie she starts in March. And so this is something that actually does like weirdly plague me. And I don't know why people get confused about the timeline and will constantly ask me questions about it.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. And the kids in the parking lot make fun of her. Which is unclear exactly what they're making fun of her for. But they're like,
0: hey oh, nice ride. They're like, nice truck. (laughs) Nice ride. That's
1: a weird discrepancy where they like make fun of the truck, right? But as soon as she gets inside, everyone like wants to be her best friend.
2: Yeah. It is super weird that they have her, they have anyone making fun of fun of her because that's the whole thing is that everybody
1: wants to be Bella's best friend. Yeah.
2: They are obsessed with her for whatever reason. Um, starting with starting with Eric, right? Who introduces himself Ugh. as Oh, Eric. He introduces himself <laughs> as the eyes and the ears of the school, and the paper's going to do a feature on her, which of course is oh, it's just so weird and just <laughs> so cringe, I, super cringeworthy, and Bella. Is like please no I'm much more interested in being in the background like it was just freaks out like does not want this yeah so he's just like oh yeah chillax yeah. he's a super he's he's an amalgamation of two characters from the book and I yeah. I just don't understand I don't understand Eric yeah. <laughs> I don't understand Eric movie Eric what he's about
0: yeah I had forgotten about like the the fact that Eric was supposedly like into Bella until I, I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, I completely forgot that they threw this in here.
1: Well, it seems yeah. like, I mean, from again, Virginized Virgin Years, it seems like Mike, Tyler, and um, Eric are all trying to take her to prom like immediately. Yeah.
2: You are correct that your virginizing <sighs> Ears yeah. picked that up. <laughs> that is their MO from, from mm-hmm. the start. They're like, we all need to have Bella. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. So, you know, we go to gym class. Bella is struggling her way through volleyball. She ends up spiking the ball directly at Mike Newton's head. She goes over to apologize and he's like, "Who is it? It's the love of my life." Um, immediately smitten. He's like, "Oh, oh, you're you're Isabella, right? You're the new girl." And you know, starts talking to her. Jessica, aka a young Anna Kendrick, my mortal enemy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she introduces herself and she's like, oh, you're you're from Phoenix, right? Like, aren't people from Arizona supposed to be like really tan? And Bella is like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe that's why they kicked me out. Just like very monotone. Mike <laughs> thinks it's the funniest thing in the world because uh, he's obsessed with her. Jessica is dying inside she's because like, ah! Mike is obsessed
1: with her. <laughs> that's really yeah. funny. That's so cute. <laughs> Okay. It's my turn. So at lunch, um, Eric sits with Bella and Mike comes over. Um, Jessica's there. So is Susie from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. <laughs> um, they call her Angela in this movie. Don't know where that came from. But. Weird. <laughs> so Tyler pulls out Mike's chair because he's like clowning on him. They like chase after each other. It's just a really clear picture of how obsessed everyone is with Bella and her being the new girl in this tiny little town Angela takes her photo for the school paper and she's like please don't fucking do that <laughs> <laughs> and Eric is like you know don't worry like scrap the article uh, we'll brainstorm something else and she makes a joke about the topic being padding speedos on the swim team and they're all like oh my god you're so funny
2: also, Eric is so randomly mean to Angela. He's like, the feature's dead, Angela. Like, it's yeah, so
1: I was like, whoa.
0: He's like, shut your goddamn mouth, Angela. The feature's dead. I was like,
1: relax. Angela, you're on strike three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But yeah, yeah. so everyone thinks Bella's the coolest because she has this new yeah. uh, feature idea. And so then Bella sees a group come into the cafeteria, immediately attracts her attention. She's like, who are they? And so Jessica does a really great, Anna Kendrick does your do really great bit of exposition yes, on yeah. um, who exactly they are. She's like, they're a doctor and Mrs. Cullen's foster kids. They moved here from Alaska a few, a few years ago. So yeah, which the- is... <laughs> So, at one point, I guess that they had to pass they had to pass
0: for 14. Insane.
2: <laughs> Which is crazy because none – I mean, none of them look like they should be in high school. No. no.
0: You're telling me that Kellen Lutz is supposed to be a 14-year-old at some point? No. Well, when he wears no. his hat sideways, he looks 14, guys. <laughs> Come on. And he's – oh, and I –
2: I don't, he's carrying, Kellen Lutz is also carrying a bag of hard boiled eggs. Let us never forget. I cannot
0: believe. What? I cannot believe that that is real.
2: (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. Our egg met, as I like to call him, is carrying (laughs) a bag of like a dozen hard boiled eggs. Catherine Hardwick let this actor just like wander on with his snack. And the vampires are not, able to digest food. No. So you see him like picking at it during the entire scene. And Catherine Hardwick has recently come out and like confirmed that yes, she just let Kellen bring his snack on because she thought it was funny. So it's, (laughs) you need to know that people were like willy nilly just allowed to wander around the set. Kellen was like, I have my snack. Can I bring it to the table?
0: Like, sure.
1: Yeah. He's like, can I improv something here? (laughs) I don't know. What's more
0: deranged is the fact that uh, Emmett would be like, yes, this is how humans act. They eat 12 hard-boiled eggs for lunch. Or the fact that Kellen Lutz genuinely eats 12 he had, hard-boiled so eggs for lunch. So that's what he was
2: doing to look like Emmett. Yeah. And so, like, pe- we tried to come up with the ideas that, like, Emmett thought this is what a human would do. But unfortunately Catherine Hardwick was like, no, it's Kellen Sack. She's, like, an alien from another planet. <laughs>
0: She's like, I just thought it would be funny. Anyways. Yeah. So
2: he, he's wearing all white, so the bag of eggs, like, blends in. But he's carrying Mm -hmm. this bag of eggs so she's like VK to themselves but they're all like with each other they're like dating each other
1: which (laughs) is so gross to me
2: it's so bad and they're also another little tip is they're all wearing these like crests which are also not from that you'll notice they're wearing matching jewelry because they're like part of the same family which is also a bad choice i think if you're trying to like all date each other
0: yeah like we all wear the same family
2: family crest (laughs) um so we get rosalie and Emmett again who has his bag of eggs alice kind of dances in with jasper who literally he's in
0: pain
2: (laughs) she spins spins.
0: and jasper is just like jasper looks like he's gonna throw up yeah he's really going through it
1: terrified yeah he looks looks (laughs) genuinely terrified and he's supposed to be, like, the scariest yeah. of all of them
2: because of his, like, backstory, yeah. but he just looks paralyzed with fear. Um, mm-hmm. And lastly, we get Edward Cullen, which, I mean, this was a moment. Like, this was a moment mm-hmm. when Edward first walked mm-hmm. in in the cafeteria for at least, you know, seeing in movie theaters. People people were, were
0: jazzed. Oh, my God. They were jazzed. It, the the <laughs> pheromones in the room watching these movies in the theater unparalleled like i've never experienced anything like it was this.
2: feral energy women were screaming absolutely right and yeah. so you know he comes in and everyone's excited and he he and so jessica says he's totally gorgeous obviously but apparently nobody here is good enough for him like i care and we see edward give this little smile which is great because that's how he can hear everything because he is yeah super vampire <laughs> yes. um yeah Jessica tells Bella not to waste her time, uh, but her and Edward can't stop staring at each other. They are staring at each other in one of the most unintentionally hilarious ways I think possible. Just like, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> her face looks so like it looks like she's like gasping for air in like a weird way. Her mouth is open, and he looks pissed.
2: He looks so angry. I would disengage. <laughs> yeah, but we're supposed to no in that moment is that he can't hear her thoughts. Oh, yeah. yeah. But we don't get that until midnight sun comes. I honestly don't know if that's even the direction that was given to Ro- I don't think Robert mm. I think Robert
0: Pattinson was upset to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably right. So the next scene Bella goes to bio. We have one of the most ridiculous <laughs> moments in I this movie this. when she walks in front of the fan and Edward throws his hand <laughs> up to his face and is like, ah,
2: oh my god. <laughs> I, why are there streamers on the fan? And then the other thing I've never really come, yeah. come understand is I don't know why there are like weird streamers on the fan either. Like, I don't know
0: what that is. And why she just like lingers in front of it, staring at him, looking disgusted. I don't – there's many unanswered questions here, but she goes to her assigned seat next to Edward, who literally looks like he's smelling dog shit. Like, he looks disgusted by this girl. So she's, like, sniffing her hair and is like, do I fucking smell bad? And Edward is just (laughs) – In the first day at her new
1: school. Oh, my gosh.
0: It's insane. And we see, like, this whole montage of, like, the class going by And she's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, paying attention, like, doing her notes, and Edward is just (laughs) fully head-turned staring at her. I would be terrified if I was a new kid and this guy was just, like, glaring at me and acting like I smelled like shit. I would – walk out like I would be so uncomfortable because well,
2: he wants to murder her. he wants to murder he's yeah. trying not yeah. to murder her and I don't think I, yeah. that doesn't come across at all nope. and also no. there's that weird like it's like Doo, neo, 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 the music in the background yeah. <laughs> it's like one yeah. of the most hilarious choices it is so funny
1: oh my
0: gosh yeah. yeah it's insane and like as soon as the bell rings actually before the bell even rings he like busts out of a seat and just Leaves and if I don't know why he didn't just like leave earlier, he could easily explain that away. But yeah, it's a movie, it's a
1: movie. And then, in addition to this like display of like hatred, <laughs> Bella walks into the office after class to see Edward begging this receptionist, begging the secretary to put him in another science class. And she's like, I'm sorry, they're all full. And he's like, fine, I'll just have to endure it. And Bella sees this whole thing. Like, am I being bullied? Like what's happening right now? <laughs> I would, yeah.
2: I would simply pass. I mean, cause at this point it's like, maybe something weird happened in biology. Like surely he doesn't hate me. I'm imagining something, but now yeah. she walks in to see him. Just like, I'll have to endure this person that I just met and that I hate and <laughs> smells bad. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Bella, you know, tries to recover and we see her at the diner many scenes of the diner with charlie um having dinner oh god when waylon comes over to ask bella if she remembers him waylon is a a really random character um comes over to bella creepily asks um if he remember if she remembers him because he played santa one year and it's it's super bizarre. I don't know where that character... Again, another yeah. character who's not... And it didn't grace us in the novel, um, who we're lucky yeah. to have in the movie. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Um, Charlie reminds him she hasn't been here for Christmas um, since she was four. The waitress tells Bella that when she's done with her meal, she'll bring her very favorite berry cobbler. Charlie still has it every Thursday. And then we get to see a beautiful bit of of business. And I'll have (laughs) you tell you that when I did a video about this on my TikTok, I got so much people said I was hating on Christmas. No, it's insane. It's listen, she tries to put ketchup. She tries to pretend like a person who's putting ketchup. I don't know. (laughs) She's trying to emulate a person who's putting ketchup on her garden, her veggie burger, whatever kind of burger she's having. And it just looks like she's moving a salt. I I don't – I will never understand it. And I've had people try to tell me, no, I were, I've been on sets. They would never give her an empty sh- – well, if it's not empty, she's got a problem. Like, she's got a serious, serious
0: problem. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's a squeezy it's a squeeze bottle. ketchup it's bottle, a squeeze bottle. But she's acting like it's the glass one that you have to, like, shake to get anything out. But she just shakes this
1: squeezy bottle over her burger and then puts it back. You have to wonder. It's like <laughs> – it's simpler than that. It's it's yeah. not even no acting required here. No acting required. Just do the damn thing. Yeah, just be a human. That's that's all. Yeah.
2: So that's really one of my all time. F- like it, it just is not like we don't. When I lie, sometimes you know when you can't fall asleep, I'm just like, what did it have ketchup in it? Like what was going on?
0: Oh, again, so many unanswered questions. <laughs> yeah. We can only hope one day to get the closure. Yeah. Unfortunately, today is not that no. day. <laughs> it's not going to be that day. Yeah. So later that night, Bella is on the phone with her mom, just, you know, catching up about everything. Renee is talking about how, like, Jacksonville is great and, like, you know, maybe she can come down here. Maybe they'll rent a house or something. And asks Bella how school is, you know, if she's met any boys, if people are being nice, etc. Bella is clearly upset. About her whole first day of school with this (laughs) Mm -hmm. like beautiful model looking man who despises her for no reason. Hates her so much. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Renee tries to like, you know, get it out of her, but Bella's like, you know what? I just have homework to do. We'll talk later and hangs up.
1: So the next day at school, Bella is in the parking lot. She is planning to confront Edward. And ask him what his problem was. <laughs> I wish that that scene like happened that way. Like I would love I would to have see liked her to like, see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and she watches as all the Cullens show up to school except for Edward. <gasps> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Where is he? Tyler throws licorice at her. Uh, question mark? Yeah, weird. <laughs> question mark. She's just like Bella throws he liquid at her. These yeah. men are f- fucking foaming at the mouth to get Bella's attention. They
2: are. They are. It's, it's like they've never seen a girl
1: before. They've never seen yeah. a seventeen-year-old girl before. Uh, and the more that they want her, the more she hates them. <laughs> and it's like, sorry, I'm reading. Thank you. Oh,
2: that's when she's holding the book, right? And she like makes that face. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. she's like, mm.
1: yeah. And, yeah, more and more days pass. Edward is still no show. And then we get this short clip of a construction worker on a plant who is being hounded by something chasing him. It's like a predator prey situation. Vampires, maybe? Maybe.
2: This is... What my best friend always says to me when we get to this part in the movie, she's like, "If you hadn't read the book, like exactly, it's like, what is this?" And yeah. I think you're supposed to know. Oh, I had no idea. No, no, how could you ever know
0: what you're watching? Yeah. You'd be like serial killers or something. <laughs> like I don't know
2: what. Like what is this? Mm-hmm. It's so weird. So again, we, we go back to, you know, so after that weird interlude where we're like, oh, there's, there's danger in Forks. There's danger in this tiny town. (laughs) Bella goes out to her truck in the morning and she slips on some ice because she is really, she is, I don't know if you guys knew, but Bella Swan is so clumsy yeah. Charlie helps her up and says he got some new tires put on her truck. He tells her he'll be home late because it's secure. And so now we figure out maybe what happened. Yeah. Security guard at the Grisham Mill got killed by some sort of animal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bella tells him to be careful. And thanks him for the tires, which I mean I don't want to be that I stop try to stop talking about the book because I don't want to be like and in the book this is really important but this is actually one of the one of the moments in the book where we realize that like Bella has not had any parenting because she actually gets extremely like choked up and almost starts crying when she sees the tires for herself in in the book because she can't believe someone did something.
1: Oh wow, that's like a really interesting detail. Yeah, like I would have loved to see more of her. I mean, not to, like, totally interject, but, like, no, I would have loved to see more of her inner life because I feel like the movies mm-hmm. do make her pretty two-dimensional. It's just, like, she's in love. She, there's some weird shit happening.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think the movies – she has quite an inner life. I And the, and mm-hmm. she's an emotion very, and also very emotional person. You know, yeah, the movies, yeah. The screenwriter, I think, didn't really do Bella justice. Mm.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because I think a lot of people's complaint about the movies is that, like, oh – Bella's just so, like, bland and boring so that any, like, young girl can project herself onto Bella and, like, live that way. But in the books, she's still, like, kind of bland, but... She's a self... She's Stephanie Meyer's self-insert, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But you do get, like, a little more, and, like, you get to know her personality. I feel like they don't give her any personality. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. So later at school, Bella is walking into bio with Eric, who is, like... In the midst of asking her to prom, essentially, when Mike comes in, just shakes his soaking wet hat over her head and is like, what's up, Arizona? How you like in the rain, girl? How you like
2: in the rain, girl? <laughs> it's an iconic. It's an iconic line.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Eric is absolutely livid that Mike has salted <laughs> his game. Bella looks over to her desk to see Mr. Edward Cullen is back at school. So she goes and sits next to him. He's staring at her again, and he just is like, hello, (laughs) in, like, the weirdest little voice. Hello. (laughs) And (laughs) so he, like, introduces himself, and the teacher gives them an assignment. They have to, like, label onion cells in their state of mitosis. It's not really important, but it's happening. And And whoever whoever
1: gets it all right wins the golden onion. I feel like when I hear him talk in this scene – it sounds like he has a German accent, like a very light German accent or a Dutch. It really, it looks like he is learning to speak. Yes, English yes. for the first for the first time.
2: But you're right that yeah. it's not. It's whatever he's doing is not quite an American.
1: Accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, when he's like, "I was dying of Spanish influenza," I'm like, D- "Is that? Is that influencing your vocal?" choices right now like where you were located i just like where were you i don't know but because edward's american edward right?
2: edward died in chicago yes he was, oh, he was born and gosh. raised and spent all 17 years of his life in chicago before he caught spanish influenza and died
0: can you imagine if he had just like a
1: super thick chicago, chicago oh. accent? <laughs> i never thought of that that would be really good I would really enjoy that. I'll bring you back with me to Chicago. You want a deep dish pizza, Bella? (laughs) So sorry to anyone from Chicago. This is the skin
2: of a killer, Bella. The the thing I miss most from my human life
1: is deep dish pizza. You ever heard of Chicago (laughs) fire? Anyways. (laughs) So Bella mentions that Edward has been gone. (sighs) um, And she's like looking through the microscope And Edward's like, yeah, I was out of town for personal reasons. And then Edward, as they're going through this and having this like little conversation for the first time, they're also doing the mitosis thing. And he's like, metaphase, you know, beta phase. Like he knows all the The answers. Anaphase. (laughs) And he's like telling her and she's like, Let me just, like, check it out. So there's a weird, like, back and forth with the microscope. And he asks her if she's enjoying the rain. And she gasps. Like, she is taken (laughs) aback. She's like, you're asking me about the weather? And it feels like my under, my, like, close reading of that moment was, like, she's like, I'm so in love with you. Like, how could you be asking me about something so mundane? Yeah. But she tells him that she doesn't like the rain or any cold, wet thing. <laughs> any cold, <laughs> wet thing. I just, I don't, I don't really, I don't when know. When it's slippery and slimy, <laughs> I hate it. It's like so weird. It's the way they talk is so odd. But um, so Edward laughs to himself and Bella is checking over the answers. They're all right. Mm-hmm. And Edward's just like, LOL. He's probably done this. <laughs> um, dozens of times mm-hmm. over the course of all the high yeah. schools he's been to, and then he asks her why she moved to Washington if she hates the rain, and says something very specific. He's like, "Why would you move to the state in the continental U.S. with the most <laughs> rainfall per year?" Yeah, <laughs> it is very stilted. it's very silted. It's very It's like continental U.S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he she just yeah. explains that like her mother was re- got remarried and like left and et cetera, et cetera.
2: So Belle and Edward win that golden onion. Yeah. uh, And they take it out, they take it out in the hallway and he asks why she didn't move with her mom and Phil. uh, And she explains that he's a baseball player that travels a lot. And, Mm Uh, being a part made them unhappy. So she moved here. And I, again, I think that that's supposed to give us a piece at, we don't really get into a, a Bella psychology, right? Because she moved herself to forks to make her mom, yeah. to make her mom happy. And so Edward asks now, like, if now she's unhappy, uh, he then apologizes for the in, intrusive questions. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to ask these questions. I'm just trying to figure you out. You're very difficult for me to read. And again, this is a very awkward interaction between the two of them. The chemistry is, is weird. The vibes are off, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The vibes yes. are rancid. Currently.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the
2: vibes have, are completely rancid. Um, yeah. and so, you know, instead of responding in any way, she's just like, did you, did you, did you get contacts? Cause your eyes were like black the last time I saw you <laughs> and now they're like golden brown <laughs> and he, Oh my Looks God. at her. Oh my God. And says, Yeah, it's the fluorescence and spins on his heels faster than any human has ever spun on their heels and like stalks away <laughs> again, like a human just learning to walk. He, this oh is a lie. God. This is the worst lie I've ever heard, but it's the fluorescence, is it, it was not in the book, is a classic line. Like I love to say yeah. it's the fluorescence for anything, but he is. Out yeah. there, like he's like my black eyes are are gold right now because of the fluorescence. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I, "Well, I'm in love. That's my husband." There are so many. Um, I didn't know how quotable this this movie was going to be. Oh God, There's yeah. a line later on, yeah. and you already know what. Like, I'm sure you'll recognize it. But when we get there, I will have to stop <laughs> us and talk about it. I can't wait. Yeah.
0: So after. This whole uh, fluorescence business. Bella is by her truck in the parking lot. Edward is just locked in, staring at her from across the lot. She's staring at him, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, Tyler in his van—he loses <laughs> control. The van is speeding sideways towards her, and out of nowhere, Edward stops the van with his bare hand. Sure does protects Bella. They have a very intense, slow motion eye contact moment. Mm-hmm. And then Edward just very calmly gets up and walks away as everyone comes to check he on actually, Bella.
2: He actually leaps
0: away. He like jumps yeah. over
2: the truck and just leaves her alone, which I always found yeah. so
1: shocking. He's like, I have to get out before anyone notices me. So I'll yes. jump over a fucking four-by-four four truck. It's shot Edward, my Edward would never,
2: is all I will <laughs> no. say. Because he does not do that in the
1: book. Oh, what happens in the book?
2: He stays with her. He, like, rides in the ambulance. He's, he goes and sits oh. with the driver and rides. Oh, God, yeah, he would never. He's obsessed with her safety. The fact yeah. that he's just, like,
1: steal one at the, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peace. It's Strolls the fluorescence. Up. Sure. <laughs> so after that, Bella goes to the hospital. Her father shows up. And Tyler is really apologetic. Charlie is pissed. And I would be scared if I was like a black man who almost killed the white daughter of the white sheriff in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be like, there's a lot happening. Please. I didn't do mm-hmm. anything. So, you know, Bella is like, dad, it was all an accident, whatever. Carlisle walks in, <laughs> a.k.a. Edward's daddy. And takes a look at her chart, and just gives her some uh, a basic eye exam to find out if she has a concussion. He's like, "Hey, look at the light. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good. Um, she'll be fine. He's like, maybe a little, maybe a little PTSD, but you'll be fine." I was like, "What?"
2: Yeah, what? can we talk? I don't mean it, it. Just his hair and makeup is one of the more jarring <laughs> reveals that we get yeah. when he walks. He looks like an actual clown.
1: Yeah, the yellow. <laughs> that poor man. Hair. That poor, poor man. I'm sorry. I'm imagining like the scene where he walks forward, like in the hospital, and we see him. And I want like the clown music to be behind him like doo, 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 doo.
2: <laughs> he's like he just got back from his mining act like he's white yeah. oh with the yellow hair and I feel so bad for
1: Peter Fantinelli. but yeah no I'm sorry for interrupting blonde is not his color mm-hmm.
0: that's for sure.
1: no, absolutely not. yeah so Bella's like it would have been worse if it hadn't been for Edward. he got to me so fast he was nowhere near me and Carlisle's like, sounds like you were really lucky. It sounds like luck was at work. It's, a little Thank bit of you. it's, not,
2: it's not draw attention Shut to the this fuck up.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Make it cool. So then she goes out into the hallway. Charlie's like, Gotta go sign some paperwork, BRB. You should call your mom, who is apparently freaking out. But this is like not so nominal and unimportant because the important part of this scene. <laughs> Is when she looks around the corner and Carlisle, Edward, and Rosalie in the middle of the hospital hallway are talking about Bella, not yeah. in Hush Jones. They're having a family meeting. They're having a family yeah. meeting. Yeah. And they're like, you know, this affects all of us. And see Bella. They see her. Everyone sees this girl sneaking up on them. And Edward goes up to her and she's like. How do you get over to me so fast? And he's like, I was standing right next to you. <laughs> they have this little argument and he's like, You're confused from hitting your head. Yeah, it's um
2: it's a real gaslight gatekeep, girl girl boss. Oh possible. yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean yep. he's he is gas he's gaslighting her he wants he wants her to think that she is crazy and has hit her head um mm-hmm. you know and bella's just wants to know the truth that she's like i saw you yep. stopped the van with your hand and so edward immediately like becomes sinister and is like well no one's gonna believe you um
1: <laughs> which is just it's, i'm like awful. what you feel when he says i do think it's kind of funny he's like well no one's gonna believe you yeah, yeah. you want to tell someone? No one's going to believe you. No one's going to believe you. It's insane because I'm like, you've been lying about, you know, for like
0: over 100 years. <laughs> like you have plenty of practice. I'm sure you've had to explain away yeah. a lot of behavior before. She asks three questions. He's like, "Well, no one's gonna believe you." I'm like, "He is cracking under the pressure." Yeah, I'm like, "There are some steps in between here, my guy, that you are skipping right ahead."
2: Um, and so we we now get a, a reveal of Bella's character, right? And she's like, "Well, I wasn't gonna tell anyone. I just want to know the truth." And so she, he's like, "Well, can't you just thank me and get over it?" And she, oh, 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 thank you. Like, she's like, oh no, Bella, no, no. <sighs> Um, but she's not gonna, they're at an impasse. Like, she's not gonna let this go. No. So, you know, back at home, Edward watches Bella while she sleeps. (laughs) It's like, what (laughs) is happening?
1: That (laughs) shit. Oh my God. She
2: wakes, she wakes up to see him in the corner of the room. But, you know, when she turns out the light, he's gone. Um, and so it's never been quite, I I think, you know, he was there. Like we, you know, if you've read the books that that he was actually there, but, um, she's Yeah. I think as a viewer, you're supposed to be like, oh, I I was she, Bella dreamed this because Bella Bella thinks that she (laughs) dreamed it, but she absolutely (laughs) did not. And um, yeah, that's one of Edward's favorite pastimes is just in that corner of her room. Mm -hmm.
0: Just, you know, living, laughing, and loving. (laughs) What more can you want? So the next day in the parking lot, you know, Bella is kind of reliving this whole accident when. Dear Mike Newton comes over and is trying to ask her to prom. <laughs> she is not even close to listening. She's just staring at Edward. And so Mike repeats the question. He's like, Do you want to go to prom with me? And she's like, Oh, uh, me and dancing. That's such a good idea.
1: Uh, oh, and, and I'm going to Jacksonville that weekend, anyways. She, so, yeah, she, I
2: yeah. don't know if you guys remembered.
0: She's really, really clumsy.
1: Like, yeah. so she can't go to dances like a normal teen would because she's so clumsy. No. Right.
0: And after shutting him down, she does tell him that he should go ask Jessica because she knows that she wants to go with him. And then they all get on the bus to go on a field trip.
2: And Edward slams his fists on the bus in, a, yeah. in an aggressive way that is <laughs> hilarious. And actually, Robert Pattinson <laughs> got in trouble from the bus
0: driver. <laughs> when they was filming the scene, the bus driver screamed at him and was like, don't punch my bus."
1: Such a moody young man. Yeah. Yeah. So they go on this field trip and Edward is like talking to Bella, asking her what's in Jacksonville. And she asks how he knows she's going to Jacksonville and why. Yeah. And why she should answer him if he doesn't answer any of her questions. So there's like a little tête-à-tête going on. (laughs) And (laughs) she asks again how he stopped the van Again, not in hushed tones. And he says that he had an adrenaline rush. And Bella's like Floridians are what's in Jacksonville. So she trips. So clumsy. (laughs) And Edward pulls her up before she falls and tells her to watch where she walks. Very aggressively. He's like, can you at least watch where you walk? Yeah. He's like, I spend all my fucking waking hours with her, all of them. Trying to save you. Can you help me help you, please? (laughs) And he apologizes. So he does apologize for being rude all the time. (laughs) I hate this narrative. He's just like, it's best this way. Like, it's better this way. Oh, my God. Then Jessica rushes up and she's like, Mike asked me to prom. And Bella's like, that's amazing, sweetie. So...
2: They, they go outside. So Edward follows Bella to the bus. to continue his kind of train of thought. And he's like, listen, we shouldn't be friends, which always just, you're not friends. You've said like two words to each other. Um, what are you talking about? So Bella then makes the logic leap to like, you know, I don't, I don't understand. Like, why didn't you just let the van crush me and save yourself from all this regret? And he's like, You think I regret saving you? And it's like, it's just getting dialed up yeah. notch, after yeah. notch after notch after <laughs> notch. She's like, I can tell you do. I just don't know why. And Edward's like, You don't know anything. <laughs> oh, I think that's when he punches. I think that's when he punches the oh, bus yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. And again, it's like, Just have a conversation. Can we see a yeah. normal conversation between these two? And so then Alice, like, you know, like, pirouettes up and asks Bella.
0: She's I like, are can't. you going to
2: be... Oh, this is when the punch happens. Yeah, because yeah. Bella's like... Alice is like, are you going to be riding with us? And uh. like, no, our bus is full. And, like, punches Ooh. the door.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Alice somersaults into the bus <laughs> and uh, does some cartwheels down the aisle.
2: She dances. She's graceful.
0: <laughs> so later that night at home, Charlie, you know, tells Bella that her mother called again is like, well it's your fault, you shouldn't have called her. I'm like, What? what? You were in yeah. an accident. Like it Yeah. It had it had to happen. And um, he then says that, you know, Renee seems different. She seems, you know, happy. Seems like mm-hmm. Phil is a good guy. Bella just kind of like awkwardly laughs and walks away. It's very weird. She also this whole time she goes to like get a glass of water, drinks a sip, and like pours the rest of it. Her out.
2: water work. Like to call that her water yeah. work, it's also weird.
0: Yeah, Kristen Stewart's amazing. A uh, prop comedy. We love yeah. it. Yeah. First the ketchup, then the water.
1: So um in the cafe. The cafeteria. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah i was like oh what cafe in the parisian <laughs> cafe um, <laughs> in the refectory, everyone is going to la push beach tomorrow they're like talking mm-hmm. about it you know normal teen things they invite bella and bella is arranging her salad and just for context right and you've probably all seen it this salad looks like if i got a basket at the market and was filling my basket with produce. Like, it doesn't look like... <laughs> it's like whole vegetables. It's all, vegetables. like, lined up, yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. So she's, like, arranging her squash, her whole squash, when Edward comes up <laughs> and he knocks over an apple and, like, Christina informed me that this is the famous cover shot for the book. It is. Him holding the yep. apple two hands. So... She says his mood swings are giving her whiplash, and he's like, "It's not that he doesn't want to be friends; it's just better this way." And he tells her that if she were smart, she would stay away from him. We'll
0: leave her alone then,
1: because he keeps you going know, up he's to her. Like, hey,
0: hey, hey! Stay away from me! Stay away yeah. from me! <laughs> hey, I'm talking to you. Look at me. Hey, I'd stay we away. We should be friends. Me. Don't stay talk away. To me. <laughs> stay away.
1: So Bella's like relentless. She's like not giving up. And he asks what her theories are about him. So stupid. Yeah, don't don't talk to me. Don't be around me. But what do you, like, think about me? Like, like what, what do, do you think I'm up to? <laughs> what do you think is going on with the whole van thing?
0: Yeah. It's very, like, so why did you swipe right on me energy? And oh I my don't God. like it. Yeah.
1: And she's so witty. She's like, well, I considered radioactive spiders and kryptonite. And... <laughs> He says, What if he's not the hero? What? I'm sorry. Such a non, yeah, you saved her from the. This guy's like, Forget about the van. I will be bringing it up every day of my life. (laughs) So I'm so confused. Okay. But he's like, So what if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? And she's like, I know you're not. It's just a mask to keep people away. So this lunch hour has gotten zero. from zero to a hundred. And they're, they're notching. It's getting notched up again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she asks him to just hang out. Just come to the beach like a normal <laughs> kid. She's trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he hears it's LaPush, he's like, I don't know. So she asks like, what's up? Like, what's wrong with this beach? And he's like it's a little crowded <laughs> with my Again. mortal
0: enemies. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good place for me to go. Yeah.
2: And so we were left with that little mystery. Um, and they, mm-hmm. so they all go to La Push. And uh, Angela sits with Bella together in Tyler's uh, van, the infamous van, while everyone else goes to surf. And it doesn't look like a great surfing day, by the way. It's like everyone looks freezing cold. It's like like pouring rain and they're all wearing hoods. Yeah. And she tells Bella, Angela tells Bella about how she wants Eric to ask her to the prom, um, but he hasn't done it yet. And Bella's like, girl, you should ask him. You're a strong, independent woman. She
1: really does give that 2008 energy. She she does. She does. Yeah.
2: Um, And so then Jacob we see Jacob again. Jacob comes up with some of yeah. his friends.
0: Is it supposed to be like
2: Quill and Embry? It is, and they they recast uh, Quill yeah. and Embry in the next in the next movies. Um, but those mm-hmm. poor people don't look like they know that where they are. Like it's just this weird no. sideways shot of them. It's <laughs> like, hey, yeah. these are my friends.
0: Yeah, they're like we found these guys down the street, and they agreed to. Come here with yeah. me is essentially the energy. Yeah,
2: it really, it's it's a it, the whole thing is a weird a weird vibe. Um, and so yeah, so that's though that was our first iteration of Quill and Embry. Um, and so he says hi to Bella and sits with her. Jessica's like, "Well, we should keep Bella company since your date bailed. And she's like, is "She invited Edward." <laughs> Uh, And Angela, Angela, you know, she's very Anna Kendrick about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Angela thinks it's nice that she invited Edward since no one ever does. Angela's a very quality person. Um, She's really sweet. She's great. And Mike also, you know, comes, comes. Back just in time to call him a freak, um, and Jacob's friends agree, right? And so this is when we get kind of like this sideways one of Catherine Hardwick's classic weird shots. it's they're just yeah. they're just like the Collins don't come here, like just modern, <laughs> it's like it's so <laughs> and it's and it's, it's important for what's going to come up later. But it is a very like no one could miss these people like ominously saying like the Collins don't come here.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. So Bella and Jacob take a little walk on the beach, and she's like. So what did that mean? The cullens don't come here, and he's like kind of reluctant to. T- well, first he's like, "Oh, you caught that?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Who you caught it? that, huh?" <laughs> of course a, I you're did. You're a sharp
1: one. You caught that cr- creepy little, yeah, that creepy little thing that that guy said. <laughs> yeah, to everyone. Yeah, um,
0: he's like kind of reluctant at first to tell her what the thing was about but he's like really it's just an old scary story and you know explains that the quileutes are supposedly descended from wolves and that the cullens are supposedly descended from this enemy clan and his great-grandfather found them hunting on quileute land but they claim to be something different so they made a treaty that if they stayed off their land then they wouldn't expose them to the pale faces and bella's like that's weird because I thought they just moved here. And Jacob's like, or moved back. (gasps) So she asks, you know, what they are, really? And Jacob's like, it's not, it's just a story, Bella. Relax.
1: (laughs) Let's get back to flirting, please. I have a question about this. Yeah. Does Jacob know that he is a werewolf in this book? No. Okay. He
2: has no, the poor child has no idea. He really does think they're just scary stories. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because he seems like he's being genuine. So I want to know. He is. Like, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. At
2: this point, he's like a very genuine, pure hearted person. And I think he he really does think that these are just scary stories. He doesn't think there's anything wrong with the Collins either. Mm.
0: Yeah. He's just a sweet little 15 year old. 15? Yes.
1: 15 years of age. Yeah. He has a thyroid problem. (laughs) He does not look. (laughs) This man does not look 15.
2: So, Taylor Lautner was,
0: was was he 16? No. I believe in the first one, he was like 16 or 17. He was very young. Because I think by like new moon, I think he was like just 18. And
2: they have him grow to six foot seven. Yeah. By new moon.
0: Like, body of a 25 year old at 15.
2: Super problematic in terms of. The representation of Native American culture, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, moving forward, Waylon is hanging out on his boat. It's kind of like a dock that we see. And um, just listening to music when he hears some rustling in the area. And he turns on the motor of the boat, starts to pull out of the dock, when he is pulled back by Victoria. And... Cam Gigante. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Legend. AKA (laughs) James in this movie, but Diana Agron's former uh, fiancé in the movie Burlesque. Yes. I love that movie so
2: much. So I'm glad that we're acknowledging that he's a legend. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So basically there is another like – there's like a, a warped thing where it's like James and Victoria are super strong. So like she holds the bow and it's like not moving anywhere. Um, Waylon is really shocked. He asks who they are. And James and Victoria say it's always the same inane questions. Then Laurent shows up and he's like, you shouldn't play with your food.
2: Ooh, spooky. 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 yeah, Scary. So back in, at the Swan residence, Bella searches online about the cold ones and finds ad- the address of a bookstore. Also, this this is like search that she does on the internet is hilarious. All
0: of
1: her yeah, internet searches are like, ask at- achieves.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. Bing.com. Can you tell me <laughs> yeah. about the cold ones? I'm logging on to the World Wide <laughs> <It's> Web. <laughs> hilarious. hilarious.
2: Um, and so she finds the address of a bookstore in Port Angeles that has information on the legend. Mm-hmm. And so the next day at lunch, everyone is enjoying this kind of like lukewarm day at Forks, right? Super excited that the sun is out.
1: Oh, people are freaking out.
2: They're freaking out. Like yeah. Jessica's like tanning. She's like, yeah. I feel like she's like tanning up on the table, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's probably like
0: almost 60 degrees. Yeah, it's probably and hit like... like a
2: cool 59 degrees.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And so of course, you know, Bella's trying to find out where Edward is, looking around for the Cullens. Mm-hmm. And so Jessica's like, oh yeah, when the weather is nice, Dr. and Mrs. Cullen just like take the kids camping. Uh, so Angela comes up to tell them that she asked Eric to prom and, and he said, yes, and everyone's very excited. So they, Jessica says that they should go shopping in Port Angeles Before all the good dresses go. And Bella's like, yeah, I'll tag along. Because she wants to get that book that she Googled. Not because she's a good friend. (laughs) Um, Because she could not care less about
0: these dresses. And Angela's like, yeah, I need your opinion. You need Bella Swan's opinion (laughs) on fashion. (laughs) You certainly do not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they go dress shopping. You know, Angela has this cute little blue dress on. Jessica has this, like, low cut hot pink dress on that she's very excited about mm-hmm. um these like dudes walk by and like knock on the glass and they're like cat calling them it's super gross but bella's just like completely checked out <laughs> they asked her opinion yeah. she's like yeah it's nice i i like it and uh she just says that she wants to actually go to this bookstore nearby so she
1: pieces out and says that she'll meet them back at the restaurant So Bella goes to her bookstore to buy this Native American folklore book. She's like, one folklore CD by Taylor Swift, please. And (laughs) after she gets this book, she walks through a dark alley to get back, a little shortcut. And As you do. Yeah, the guys who were catcalling them earlier start to follow her and they – this is a pretty violent scene. Like, it looks like they're going to do something really fucked up to her. Yeah. It's, like, got a literal circle of men yeah. surrounding her. But shockingly enough, Edward comes up, <laughs> drives his little Volvo up, and tells her to get in the car and just grimaces at one of the guys, like, the one that's closest to them.
2: He growls.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he gets into the car, they're to hit them, like, a revving his engine, and he drives off. He has, like, a crazy look in his eye. He's driving like a maniac. <laughs> he tells her that he wants to go back and rip those guys' heads off and <laughs> says that she doesn't know the vile things they were thinking. And she's like, how do you know, you know? And he's like, it isn't hard to guess. And then he says... I need you to distract me so I won't turn around. I think that's like the biggest, like, I don't know if you knew any guys in high school or middle school who punched trees. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Is that Resonate Because this is what it feels like. He's like, hold me back. Hold me the fuck back. And then he yells at her to put her seatbelt on. (laughs) Oh, sh- she yells at him. And,
2: but he also yells at her. She's like, she's like, we, well, she's like, put your seatbelt on. He's like, you put your seatbelt on. Like, he's just completely <laughs> becoming unhinged.
0: <laughs> it's uh, yeah. We just slowly devolve into madness. Mm-hmm. So they finally get back
2: to the restaurant and Bell and Edward get to the restaurant just as Angela and Jessica are leaving they they are stunned to see Mr. Edward yeah. Collin. Like they yeah. look like they've seen a ghost. Um, and Edward <laughs> apologizes for keeping like from he's like, I'm very sorry for keeping Bella from dinner. We just ran into each other, and so they're like, Oh, okay, like you guys can do whatever you want. Oh my god, it's Edward Collins. <laughs> um, they're like, We were just leaving, no worries. And so Edward's like, I'd really like to make sure Bella gets something to eat. Is it okay if I drive her home by myself? And so the girls are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they totally, you know, <laughs> I like, yeah, oh just <laughs> run off very obvious and, and giggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So inside the restaurant, you know, Bella gets her mushroom risotto and the waitress is like very flirty with Edward. She's like, are you sure I can't get you anything? And he's like, no, thank you. Um, because he's on a special diet. <gasps> and so Bella's like, all right, I need some answers. And Edward's like, okay, yes, no, to get to the other side. Just like such a smart ass. And Bella's like, all right, that's it. So she gets up to leave and he's like, no, 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 don't go, don't go. So she asks him, how did you know where I was? And he's like, I didn't. Oh, yeah, this is when she gets up to leave. And he stops her and is like, I just feel very protective of you. Red flag number (laughs) 600. And says that he was trying to keep his distance, but then he heard what those guys were thinking. And Bella's like,
1: you heard what they were thinking? You read minds? Mm -hmm. So he's like, I can read every mind in this room apart from yours. It's very frustrating. And (laughs) she asks him if something is wrong with her. I'm like, girl, you want this guy to read your mind? Like, yeah. get your shit together. She's worried about her own brain. Yeah. And so Edward laughs and she's like, (laughs) he just tells her that he doesn't have the strength to stay away from her anymore. And she tells him, then don't. Because he was doing such a good job of it earlier. earlier. (laughs) Coming to her rescue every single moment of the day.
2: Weird, fun fact, in that scene, the music that's playing under that scene is Robert Pattinson, is one of Robert Pattinson's songs that he wrote
0: for this movie. He he also sings that song later (laughs) on, which we'll get to. to Yep, yep, we'll get to that. (laughs) Um,
2: So, Okay. So, you know, they have this, this magical moment. And so now Edward's driving Bella home and they both reach for the radiator knob at the same time. And they brush hands and she is like, <gasps> like she's shocked at how cold his hand is. It is very cold. Yeah. We know how she feels about cold, wet things. <laughs> <It's> um, true. <laughs> and so they, you know, luckily, the moment is broken. They see a bunch of sirens at the police department and both of their da- dad's cars. So, Carlyle and Charlie's cars are in the parking lot. Um, yeah. So, they're like, let's pull over. Um, so, Carlyle comes outside and says that Waylon's body was found by the lake and it was an animal attack. Mm. And so, Bella asks if it was the same animal from the other day. Um, and Carla's like, listen, Bella, like, go in, go inside and, and see your father, like, Will and Will and was his friend. And so Carla's basically yeah. like, stop asking questions, Bella. We need to have another family yeah. meeting.
0: <laughs> yeah, in you go. <laughs> so Bella goes into the police station and, you know, tells Charlie that she's sorry for his loss. And he's just like, I've known him for over 30 years. And they, like, hold hands. It's, like, actually a very sweet moment. And um, Charlie's like, I'm going to find this animal and then he gives Bella some pepper spray to carry for his own peace of mind. And she's like, okay, fine. So they leave the police station. And we see, like, Waylon's body, his, like, feet are fully out of, like, the bag. We see his body get, like, wheeled away. Mm-hmm. But all Bella can think of is Edward. Edward's so, cold, dead hand. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she can, all she can think of is her corpse of a boyfriend, so... <laughs> Just crack and open that book she got earlier. Um, so she gets home and reads through her book. She sees a drawing of a cold one and gets back on her Google grind. She reads all about the cold one in different cultures, the undead. They have great speed, strength. They're cold-skinned, immortal, drink blood. She dreams of Edward sucking her blood like dracula style
2: he's in the costume and everything it's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing
0: yeah.
1: um, and like the font on every website she goes to is papyrus it's all papyrus so true yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah. like a theme like an html theme that's like old paper <laughs> like cut the constitution yeah. <laughs> yes yeah um
2: and so you know the next day Bella does what anyone needs to do when they need to confront their boyfriend and she just <laughs> wanders right off campus, right? She makes what? silent eye contact with Edward in the parking lot and she just silently walks past him into the woods next to the high school campus and he follows her. I wish wish this conversation could have happened anywhere else in the bus. Yeah. It happens in the car. Like they have a pretty chill conversation but no it's it's just suddenly like i'm gonna stop i think she dramatically drops her backpack too and just like (laughs) stalks in the woods he's like all right like let's go i guess
0: so she finally stops at the appropriate uh spot i guess for this conversation and um we will be doing a little dramatic reading because uh we do love Mm -hmm. we do love to do that around here so we're actors so yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) You're impossibly fast and strong. Your skin is pale white and ice cold. Your eyes change color. And sometimes you speak like you're from a different time. You never eat or drink anything. You don't go into the sunlight. How old are you?
1: Seventeen.
0: How long have you been seventeen?
1: A while. I know what you are. Say it. Out loud. Say it. Vampire. Are you afraid? No then ask me the most basic question what do we eat you won't hurt me (laughs) that was
0: incredible i got chills thank you
1: thank you i was just trying to like
0: shake my head the whole time where were you in
2: 2008 when we needed you
0: (laughs) i know someone give me an audition for the reboot it is the most it is the most overdramatic
2: it's insane it's scene that has ever been filmed <laughs> and also creepily like the camera angles look like a like a video like you're in a video game like it's yes. just like what is this like, it's, it's like
0: circling around yeah it's so weird it's so
2: weird um and so edward then aggressively grabs bella's arm again not my edward yep. and starts dragging her <laughs> up the mountain So he's like, I need you to see what I look like in the sun. And so she can, (laughs) he wants, so just starts dragging her up the mountain. um, And then pulls her on his back and starts running up there eventually. And that's when we get to see, like, he's very fast. Um, Mm -hmm. So he gets up there um, and meanders into this patch of direct sunlight, unbuttons his shirt, and shows his glistening diamond skin which truly looks like i used to work at a claire's boutique and it really looks like someone just Mm -hmm. took one of those like glitter rollers and just or that he's like just sweating basically and so she's like she opens her mouth so wide that you can see her like tongue moving around it it just (laughs) makes me sick. she's like she's like you're beautiful and he says basically like while swallowing his own like vomit about how much he hates himself. He's like, this is the skin of killer Bella. Like he it is, Oh, this man's my.
1: glistening and shining and tells her this is the skin of a killer The
2: skin of a killer Bella. And it is one of, I mean, it's one, again, one of the most iconic lines, but it is so, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. a, so embarrassed. It is so embarrassing. Um, yeah. So he's like, I'm the world's most dangerous predator. Everything about, so he's basically outlining. He's like, all of this stuff about me invites you in,
0: right? It's my face, my voice, even my smell. And then he just kind of explodes. He's like, (laughs) as if I would need any of that, jumps up. He's like, as if you could outrun me. As if you could fight me off. And like pulls a tree branch out of its like root and throws it. He's like so dramatic. He's like, I'm designed to kill. I've killed before. And Bella's just like. That doesn't matter. What are you saying, Bella? (laughs) (laughs) You've received all this information. She's like, that's cool with me, dog. Sounds good. And he's like, I wanted to kill you. I've never wanted a human's blood so much in my life. And she's like, I trust you. (laughs) Okay. Again, this is where we really need a parental figure to guide Mm -hmm. this this poor girl who is so lost. certainly. And, you know, when she says that she trusts him, Edward just hops up in a tree
1: mm-hmm. as one does. Yes, he does. So he says his family only hunts animals. They've learned to control their thirst. So they're like, you know, humane vampires. But her son is like his own personal brand of heroin. And <laughs> he says he doesn't know if he can control himself. But Bella's like, I know you can. And he asks what she's thinking. And she says, now she's afraid not of him, but of losing him. (laughs) Teens are crazy. (laughs) Teens are so crazy. And he's like, you don't know how long I've waited for you. And
0: he he touches her neck. It's like a very weird moment. So I
2: think he's... In the book, this all happens in like a beautiful meadow and he lays his head against her heart to hear the blood mm. rushing. He's trying to test wow. himself. And so I yeah. think like in this scene in the book, it's like pivotal. Like he really doesn't know if he's going to kill her or not. And mm-hmm. I think like that is it not when he touches her neck, it's to try to like feel the test, know that he can touch her and feel the blood mm-hmm. coursing through. But it just, re-
1: it, it, does, it looks insane. It looks, it yes. looks absolutely unhinged. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. To add insult to injury, he says, so the lion fell in love with the lamb. And they're like, what a stupid lamb. What a sick, masochistic lion. <laughs> There's, like, a lot of weird flirting, as we will see very soon. Mm-hmm. I just think it's – the lines that they're making these poor teens say is so cringe. But yeah, So Bella and Edward talk for hours in the most uncomfortable positions <laughs> in the grass, just like – legs asleep like they look like they've been hit by a car and we're like left to lay
2: like how a yeah. body looks like when it, it hits the paper right it's just like all legs, like, right. legs yeah. Like
0: <laughs> yeah it looks like when you see like a chalk outline of a body on a on like a sidewalk exactly. it's basically what they're yeah. doing yeah thank you so much for listening to part one head on over to part two to hear the rest of our scintillating commentary on twilight featuring twilight talk